Hey friends, welcome to Aromatic Chat, the podcast that introduces you to registered, clinical, and certified aromatherapists around the world. Tune in every other week to hear from aromatherapists and to learn about their aromatic journeys and how they use essential oils in their lives and their businesses. I created this podcast so that you, my listener, can hear from, find, and connect with the aromatherapist that meets your holistic wellness needs. Aromatic Chat is produced by Lemon Balm Coaching. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm a holistic life coach and a registered aromatherapist. Hey friend, I cannot believe that tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day was such an important part of my family for a couple of decades as my boys and I were in a bagpipe band back in Austin, Texas, and we would travel all around the city playing at venues and helping to add to the merriment. A quick shout out to my old bandmates in Silver Thistle Pipes and Drums. Toss back a pipe for me tomorrow, laddies. Welcome to podcast episode number 44, Aromatic Chat with the Queen of Frankincense, Robin Kessler. Frankincense gets a lot of airtime and is hailed as a cure-all for many maladies. Robin's going to be talking a lot about frankincense and other amazing resins. So let's get started. You're looking at my office behind me are all my resin bins. And then I, you can't see is on the left side of me, there's a whole nother shelving units uh-huh. with more resin and then wow. underneath me on each side of me are more bins with resins and behind me then instead of putting up shelves where everything's sloppy I could take the armoires put them together and use them for supplies beautiful I have another one on the other side it's all enclosed so it's dark in there So I use that for all the infusions that I make. People don't realize, like, you've got this website, you sell things, it's great, it's wonderful, but they don't realize you're a one-woman show. Yeah. Yeah, between the consulting practice I have and the fact that I got into selling resins and making serums and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. before you turn around and the courses that I give. Right. Oh my God. You know what yeah. I mean? I yes. one woman. Yes. I do know what you mean. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't know if you struggle with this, but I struggle with this. Like if you listen to all the gurus, how to get clients, how to get business, how to do all these things, you need a team. You, It's too much. Yeah. And they expect, you know, everybody expects you to show up on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Clubhouse and YouTube and all these places. And it's like, I don't have a team. No, I don't have a team and I can't split myself into 200 pieces. Exactly. And then also run the business, run around for hospice. And then be, quote, a wife. Right, right, right. You still have a relationship that you have to foster. Yes. And family. (laughs) I'm just thrilled to talk with you. I mean, the queen of resin. Hello. I got named by two aromatherapists. They say, you're so involved, you need to be the queen. So both of them, one of them called me the queen of frankincense and the other one called me the frankincense queen. So borrowed a friend. She's got a tiara. 
So I borrowed her tiara, took a picture and put it up. Hey, <laughs> you're going to call me the queen of frankincense. I might as well look the part. You just need to own it. That's it. Yes. I mean, my husband thinks I'm crazy, but hey, I got so many likes from that post that it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know of any other aromatherapist that's as focused on resins as you are. No, the problem is that we don't learn it. We do <laughs> not true. learn it in uh, aromatherapy school. Yes. We learn yeah. about, we touch on the resins. We learn more about the essential oil. And to tell you the truth, after all the research I've done and all the courses I've taken on resin, what I learned, it's wrong. It's wrong. Okay. Wrong. A lot of it is wrong. And I've gone to different schools that teach it. And I said, your information is incorrect. And I'll send them studies also from tradition, from speaking to people who live in the country, who used it before it became an essential oil. So you need to make some changes and you should be explaining any plant. We should be learning about the plant first, mm -hmm. then learn about how to use it for an essential oil or use it as a resin, one of the two, whichever way you want to use it. Mm -hmm. Is that part of your business? Are you like consulting with the schools and helping them? Is that something that mm -hmm. you do? Mm -hmm. I also do webinars for some of the schools. Beautiful. So this way they get to see what the resin is all about. I would say a good 50% of the people that come to me are certified aromatherapists who have absolutely no clue how to use the resin. Right. Well, yeah, it, it is not something that we're taught. Um, no. I know I can burn it. Um, I know it can be crushed. You don't know exactly how. <laughs> there are many ways to There burn. are many different ways, yes. And depending on the resin, because they all respond differently. Yes, yes. yes. And each resin is used for a different purpose. Mm -hmm. so just, like a, just like our essential just oils. Just like the essential oils. Tell you the truth, you get a lot more benefit out of infusing the resin because seven of them have buswellic acid in it. The essential oil does not. It's too, uh, hot. It's too heavy a molecule to go through the distillation. You don't have it in the essential mm -hmm. oil. And that's a very big plus because there are so many studies being done now on that buswellic acid for curing cancer. Mm -hmm. So, and you don't have that in the essential oil. Right, right. Wow, amazing. Before we get too far into the science of the actual um, resins, though, we re I really just want to hear your story. I mean, you're the queen of frankincense. How in the world did you get there? I mean, I doubt you grew up uh, there in New Jersey thinking, I'm going to be the queen of frankincense someday. Um, <laughs> no. So, I, you no. know, I would love I to didn't hear grow up in New Jersey. I grew up in Brooklyn and the accent is still there. <laughs> okay. So you didn't grow up in Brooklyn thinking, I'm going to be the queen of frankincense someday. Right. So how in the world did you get here? I mean, you've, you've lived a long life. You told me uh, as we were chatting, you're, you're almost 70. That's amazing. Just amazing. I don't actually. Most of my friends are 40 and 40. My daughter can't believe it. When I tell her my best friend is 45 years old, which is the same age as her, 
Right. She freaks. <laughs> How do you have a friend that young? Well, we have everything exactly in common. Yep. One of my so best friends is like 25, so I get it. Age means nothing when you're in exactly. this field. So... I was just watching, I was watching one of my favorite musicals the other night, Pippin. I don't know if you've ever heard of Pippin. Um, but there's a, there's a line in Bertha's song where she says, I believe that I, I refuse to grow old. I will stay young till I die. You're right there with her. You're right there with yeah. Bertha. Beautiful. Yeah. I, as I said, I don't act my age. It, in fact, <laughs> most of my friends are young. So who you know. said, who said that you're not acting your age? <laughs> who says that? Who said? Who decided that? Who decided uh, that sixty-nine-year-olds are not supposed to act the way that you do? That I can't tell you. <laughs> exactly. So you're acting right. exactly the way you're supposed to. <laughs> well, how I got into this is because I work with hospice. There are a lot of patients that you cannot use essential oils for. A lot of them are on oxygen. And some of the essential oils have very high flashpoints. So you can't, you, you don't want to take the chance because you don't know if they're on oxygen, if they're, if the oxygen is sitting in the room, you don't know. You're not a fly on the wall and you can't take that chance, especially those that are in nursing homes. If it's, if they're not on oxygen, their neighbor could be on oxygen. So that's a problem. I use hydrosols a lot, but hydrosols, as you know, are weaker than essential oils. So yeah, where they might work for those that are on oxygen, a lot of it, it doesn't work because it's not strong enough. Uh, it's very hard to put hydrosols on their body because you don't know how they're going to react. I wanted an alternative. And the other problem with essential oils, you can't use them long term. You can get sensitized to them. So I wanted something different. I was using frankincense, the essential oil, a lot. And I said, there's got to be a better way. I decided that I was going to start researching the resins. I went back to the original, back to the plant. And I met up with those that live and breathe the frankincense resins. The things I learned became a dominoes effect. And when I learned all this, and whether I use essential oils or whether I use resin, I always use it on myself first mm. or on my husband as a guinea pig. And I said, oh my goodness, this works a lot better. It's less sensitizing because you can use it long term. If you infuse the resin, which is basically other than burning it, because you can't burn it in a nursing home, right. that's a problem. But you can make a serum or a salve and use it that way. And the results that I got from them were astounding. And that's basically how I got into it. And then slowly but surely, I started working with a lot of the farmers and distillers in Africa, and they taught me all the traditional ways. Mm. In fact, I've been invited, other than the fact that there's a pandemic, I have been invited by the Somali government 
to go to Somali land and actually see what the trees look like. Because I also work with the name of the company is Bus Wellness. They're in uh, Vermont. They distill uh, Qatari, Ferriana, and Myrrh. And they're very involved with an organization to keep the sustainability of the resins in that country. And I'm working with them. And I'm mm-hmm. also working with their scientists. So I'm behind the scenes a lot too. And I work with the fa- certain farmers in Somaliland. I'm on WhatsApp all day with Africa. So, <laughs> because they, they love me and they love my accent. So, so they kid me all the time and I gain their trust. Beautiful. The fact that I'm honest with them And I'm helping them to sustain these resins because unfortunately frankincense is over abused in the essential oil, not the resin in the essential oil side. So that's how I basically got involved. And then of course I wrote a book. That's amazing. And you're right. Frankincense is overused as an essential oil because I think in our society, when we hear, when somebody says frankincense is great for this, everybody gloms onto that and then they just start slathering it all over their bodies, not really considering like what we talked about. Also, a lot of people think that frankincense can cure cancer. It yeah. can't. Yeah. We have short-term studies that show that certain uh, resins like Katari, Baswella Katari can shrink a tumor, mm-hmm. but they don't know because they don't have long-term studies if it comes back. They hear all these multi-level marketing companies that say it's wonderful, it's your all cure, because we get this all the time in uh, the frankincense group that I run. Anybody who messages me, the first thing they ask is, what resin can I use to cure my cancer? And I tell them, no, it doesn't cure. I'm not going to give you false hope. So now frankincense becomes the all, all. Right. And then it came out that frankincense can cure this pandemic. That would be wonderful, but it doesn't. It's not antiviral. Frankincense is antibacterial. So it's not going to kill any virus. So Yeah, the misinformation is is rampant. And I just want what I want without thought of what it took to get it to me. Yeah, and I hate when people use the word frankincense. There are 18 species of frankincense. Mm -hmm. There are 48 species of Boswella. Mm -hmm. So since Boswella is is the family Latin name for frankincense, it's not just frankincense because there's lots of other Boswella plants. Right, so, but what, but the average person, we go, we look at a bottle, and it just says, and they say, "Okay, this is frankincense," and we so take it. Frankincense, what? I tell them all the time: <laughs> Is it Katari, Serrata, Negletta, Fariana? Which one is it? Yeah. Look at the bottle. Yeah. No, it says frankincense. Well, you don't want that. If yeah. it just says frankincense, you have no idea what's in that bottle. Yeah. Well, now yeah. the biggest rage is shoving them all into one bottle. Now it becomes the all, all frankincense. Well, that's a problem because 
some of the frankincense is good for anxiety and stress. And some of it is for pain. So why would you put anxiety, even as aromatherapists, we know this, we don't throw two oils together that have nothing to do with each other. To buy a bottle that has four or five blends in it, number one, you don't know how many drops of each is in there because they're not going to tell you. Right. Number two, they're fighting each other. So whatever you're using it for is not going to work. So you're right. spending the money for nothing. Unfortunately, though, in our society, we we do want the magic pill. That's what we're not willing. We don't want to actually have to exercise and watch what we eat. <laughs> Make sure our air is clean. We want the magic everything. We just just want the magic everything. (laughs) Right. Doesn't have to be Frankenstein. What is the most common, because you were telling me that people call you, you have a very personal approach in your business, which I love, but what is it that people are coming to you with? What are their questions? What are their problems? What is it that people seek out the queen of resin for? They basically want to understand what each resin does. I tell them, go buy my book, because yes, I'm a walking encyclopedia, but if you read it over and over again, it's going to sink in your head. Mm. And most of the questions are on which resin can I use for the particular problem that I have? Very similar to what aroma, what we do for aromatherapy. If somebody asks you, what can I use for pain? What can I use for stress? Uh, I have arthritis. Which resin works better with arthritis? When I tell people when it comes to frankincense resins, the ones that are used for pain only, not stress and anxiety, because that's a separate category. But the ones that are for pain, you must try each one because there are different grades. For instance, for the Swell Sacra, there's four grades. There's Hajari Green, and it's called Hajari because it comes from the Hajari Mountains in Oman. Then you ha- it's got the highest uh, percentage of apinine in it. Then you have Superior which is more of a whitish color. It's still sacra, but green grows on a different tree than the rest. So of course, green now is more expensive and green is green. So anything green is, anything that changes color is more expensive. In fact, green gets dark during, I believe, the winter months, real dark, like the color on your shirt, that's the green. And then it becomes lighter during the summer months. I hate to tell people, but guess what? It has the exact same chemicals in it, whether it's dark green or light green. But dark green is considered more royal because the sultans mm. use the dark green. So now you pay double the price for something that's exactly like the light. I sell only the light because I don't rip people off. The green has a stronger smell. And because the chemical components in it are higher, it's considered in some people the most effective. You have the superior, which has the chemicals a little lower 
Then you also have the amber or the brown, and then you have the, the black. Now, my husband, the only thing that helps him, believe it or not, is the brown. The green doesn't work on him at all. So it's a matter of which one works for you. That's right. why I sell these little sample packages where I give you an ounce of each and yeah. then play with it and figure out everybody's body is different. What might work on me might not work on you. It's just amazing. You know, we're all human, but we're all different. Things work differently for different people. Right. I tell it's not people, all the same. It's not all the same, especially when it comes to sacra, because there's four grades of sacra. So I said, what works for one person, even though it's the best of the best of the best, might not work for someone else. So I tell them basically, buy the kit, use each one, see which one works for you. When you find which one works for you, that's the one you use. For arthritis, there are two. And the two that are excellent are Boswella fariana and Boswella serrata. And serrata, we found, and we have already addressed this with robotisserid, in serrata, there is a chemical called estrogen. That chemical affects the platelets in the body. Mm. And if you're on blood thinners or heart medicine, you can't use this one. I'm on blood thinners because I have a blood disease. And if I use Serata, my levels go through the roof. Wow. So I can't use Serata at all. But how it came to us was one of our members messaged me and he said his mother went to the heart doctor and he said, well, I can, she's got a lot of palpitations so he said, I burn resin all the time to keep her calm. Mm-hmm. And he said to him, are you using Serata? He said to the doctor, why? And he said, because Serata affects the blood. <clears throat> now, he had no idea. So, of course, he came back to me. I said, well, that's very interesting. We need to figure out what's going on, what chemical is in this resin is causing the problem. I confer constantly with Hubert McCall. And I said, Hubert, can you figure out what's the problem? And it's in the essential oil too. I sent him Serata and he had Serata essential oil and he tested both of them. And he found that estradiol is in both of them. And he said, bingo, all of a sudden, all these people that are hemophiliacs and that are having problems with this resin came forward and told us about it. We have something, an amendment up in, an announcement up in the group that if you're on blood thinners or if you have a heart condition, please do not use this resin. Or use it very cautiously. I found out myself because I couldn't understand why my levels were going crazy because Serrata is one of the best to use because it acts like an acid, Mm. just like cortisone. And the chemicals that are in it are very similar to what's in cortisone, only they're natural. 
And it is excellent for any type of joint and muscle pain and especially arthritis. So I was using it on my knee where I have arthritis and I, it's the only change I went through. And I couldn't understand why my levels were going ridiculous. And then it hit me. So I stopped using Serata. it. Yeah. So Serata, we have warnings all over on Serata. Most people don't know this. We approached Robert and we said, in your next book, you need to put this in. Yeah. You need to put this warning in because you have to tell people because otherwise they're not going to know what's right. causing their problem. They can wind up hemorrhaging. Oh my word. What you're doing is so important. I got so, banned so, so important. Three groups. I let them have it. I said, you need to tell people about this. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. I said, yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. It's so frustrating. It's dangerous. Uh, you could sell all the serata you want, but you need to tell people what the problem is. Oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. But that's why what you're doing is so important. And being I'm immersed in it, being like you're all in. You're yes. all in. And that is so amazing I'm to have someone big like you. on safety. Yeah. My biggest have to be. thing is safety. Because you have, as a clinical aromatherapist, when I do hospice, these people are on more drugs than you could possibly think of. And as you know, being an aromatherapist, a lot of essential oils mix with prescription drugs. So you have to be careful what you give these people. And when I learned this, thank God I wasn't giving them Serata. Here's the thing. Yes. The hospice patients are very delicate. They are in a very delicate state, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. They're in a very delicate space. But we all are. We just don't realize it. And we have to be careful with what we put in because our bodies, I always marvel like at the Olympics, right? The Olympics come along and I just marvel at the, what a human body can do. Right. We're, it's just amazing what we can do. But I don't know if you remember a couple of Olympics ago, the heavy weightlifter from Romania who lifted up a weight above his head and his arm broke. It's on, it's on YouTube. You can check it out. But our bodies are so amazing, but they're so delicate at the same yes. time. And we have yes. to be careful with what we put in or lather on. Or, yeah, well, that's why you know? I, I work. I do a lot of safety. And anything I do, it's all safety. That's amazing. I got banned out of three groups because I said this. So they threw me out because they didn't want to hear it. So hopefully enough people saw it before they knocked me out. But even Uh, if they didn't, hopefully people will connect with you here through the podcast and hear hear your passion. Oh, my word. Robin, the passion. Yes, I do have the passion. The other one is Fariana. Fariana can be chewed. Most of these resins can be ingested. There's only a couple that can't. You just have to be more careful when you ingest it because you can get diarrhea. So you have to be a little, you have to know your body before you ingest (laughs) it. So, uh, but Fariana, the Arabs have the greatest teeth because they, 
most of Fariana goes to the Arab nations. We don't see a lot of it here. I'm selling it, but not many people sell it because it's very hot. It's very delicate. It's chewable, except if you have fillings or cavities. I don't want to chew it because it'll pull it out. So I tell people suck on it. But it is very relaxing and it's excellent for arthritis. Wow. I use it all the time for arthritis and for joint and muscle pain. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. So, and there are a bunch of others that you can use. For instance, non-frankincense, which is called acacia gum. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it reduces blood sugar. Nice. And you melt it in water. So you take a teaspoon a day. It's odorless, colorless. I throw it in my coffee every morning. I'm pre-diabetic, and I've been like that for 15 years, 20 years. A1C levels normally were going between 6.4 and 6.8. Since I've been using the acacia gum, my levels are between 5.9 and 6.0. I just had a blood test done yesterday, and it's 6.0 because I cheated. So it went up to a little bit to 6.0. Which is still considered normal in the normal range for for pre-diabetic. For pre-diabetic. I have clients that are on it that do not want to take insulin. They're at that fine line. They're taking metaphorum, but they don't want to go to the insulin. And they've been using this and this has been keeping it low. So it does work. How I found out about this, one of the people that I work with in Africa bugged the life out of me to buy it. And I said, how am I going to sell this thing? It's odorless. It's a binder. And it's great for IBS, too. It helps that, too. I've seen it around, but I'd like to understand more about it. So, of course, he spent an hour on the phone explaining to me what it's all about. And they use it in Africa for that reason, to lower blood sugar. Wow. My A1C was 6.8, and it went down to 6.5. Wow. In one month. So he said, we've been using it for centuries. So I said, send me 40 kilos of it. (laughs) So uh, I have a client who just fix it on her dresser. Because it's gorgeous. If you go to my website, you can actually get to see what it looks like. Beautiful. But it works. So there are a lot other resins, not just frankincense, that work for different parts of your body. We forget that. But I love it because, you know, God in his infinite wisdom put all these plants here because he knew he was going to be creating all of us different. And that we would need access to these plants. Oh, I love it. Love it. Robin, you're doing amazing things. I, lo- I just love that you're all in to this one thing and you're not spreading yourself so thin trying oh, yeah. to do everything. You know, I love yeah, it. I focus I it, it on, for my hospice patients. I use it a lot. Mm-hmm. I use it a lot for my clients and I still do essential oils. Mm-hmm. But if I can do the resins other than essential oils, I would prefer because it's Beautiful. more gentler. Yeah. It's not concentrated and there's it. less restrictions. You can use the resins during chemotherapy where you cannot do it with the essential oil. 
Tisserin says you can't use it two weeks before or two weeks after. Well, there's only four weeks in a month. So where do you put it? You have to basically wait till you're off chemo. Mm. But you can use the resin. You can ingest the resin. You can put it in capsules. You can make a tea out of it. All this is in my book. All frankincense resins are balancing and they're all grounding. Uh, the ones that are very good for anxiety is Boswella neglecta. And the other one is Boswella pafferia, which is a lot used in the temples because mm. it gives you a feeling of being closer to Jesus or God. And it's used a lot for meditation. And I found on myself, which I have clients that are now using it for the same purpose, it's very good for those that have essential tremors, which I Mm. have in my hands. And what I do is I make an infusion of it and I massage it into my hands and they stop shaking. So, yeah, so there's all different uses for it. Besides the fact it's very calming. I did see on your blog because you did have a blog about your essential tremors. And uh, I know a young man who has essential tremors. And in your blog, you say it can happen at any age, which is true. It's so true. It can happen at any age. But I wanted to congratulate you for being one of the top 30 must read blogs for 2022. Thank you. (laughs) made my day. You're inspiring other people left and right, but who inspires you? The families and the distillers in Africa. This is their livelihood. They only have two things. Their animals for the food that they get from them and frankincense. Their trees are their babies. They're in deep parts of their jungle. There's a lot of snakes, poisonous snakes. I think God did that. He puts the poisonous snakes around the trees to protect the tree. They have showed me videos of them actually climbing up these mountains to get the resin off. And it's just amazing. My husband inspires me because he's the one who drove me nuts to go into resins also. And he's my packer. He packs all the delicate things for me. And he tells the world all his clients, what I do. He's my best advertiser. And then there's a couple of other people that inspire me, especially when it comes to hospice, Madeline Kerfkoff. She's my mentor. Another person who inspires me is uh, Jade Schutz. She's very honest and she's very outspoken and she doesn't lie. And neither do I. So we kind of fit together. There are two other aromatherapists that I'm very good friends with. One, her name is Emily Carpenter. And then there's one more that I met. Her name is Ragda. She's from from Egypt. We're like sisters. These are the people that basically inspire me. That's beautiful. What are you working on right now, Robin, that's got you really excited? I'm doing a aromatherapy in ancient times. So I go back to the beginning. It's not essential oils because there was no essential oils back then. I quote uh, passages from the new Bible and the old Bible. I go into the anointing oils because I made an anointing oil that I'm selling 
and I go through each one and describe its usage. And then after I go through all that, I go through safety of using essential oils. Awesome. That's, and I'm working on another book. Beautiful. I'm working on the memoirs of being in hospice. All the different things I've learned, all the different essential oils that I've used that have worked and why. I went to a hospice client and he was very angry. He had a paralytic stroke. The only thing he can move is his left arm. The nurse said, make sure you stand at least six feet back because he might throw something at you. I like a challenge. So I went in, I explained what I do and who I am. I noticed in the corner, he had a box of Hershey Kisses and chocolate peppermint. And I said, oh, you have peppermint patties. He calmed down a little bit. I said to him, I know you don't want to be here, but I'd like to make you something. He said, you can prove yourself by making me something that smells like dirt. I used to work in a quarry and I worked with dirt and I liked that smell. So I said, okay, I'm going to be back next week. Mm -hmm. So I go outside and I pick up some dirt and I smell it and I go, you know, Patchouli, which is very relaxing, actually smells like dirt. So I said, you know, I'm going to mix it with a little bit of cedar wood. And I'm going to put a little bit of sweet orange in it to cut the smell a little bit more. And I go marching back to him and I say to him, I made you dirt. He goes, get lost. He smells it from here to here. You made me dirt. He said, this is awesome. Spray me. So I sprayed him and he went, oh, this is wonderful. And I could see his whole body just totally relax. Now I'm his best friend. He's telling me all about his life. That's awesome. And that's what I'm going to write about. (laughs) This book took me three years to write. Yeah. So your book, how can people get your book? Where do they, where do they order your book? And that's the only place? Yes. On my website in the United States. If you're not in the United States, on my website is a link to my publisher. And they have stores, they have publishing houses all over the world. And I have a lot of people from Australia who have bought the book that way. Beautiful. And the ones that can't get it. In Africa, they can't get this book. I will sell you the PDF of the book. You cannot print it and you cannot copy. You can only look on it on a Kindle or on your computer. Beautiful. You've Uh, thought of everything. You've made it, you've made it so accessible. I love that. So how can people find you? What's the best way for someone to find you if they're looking to just ask questions about resins, purchase resins, or even consult with you? On my website, there's a contact page. There's actually a contact. It goes straight to my email. You can find me on Facebook. I'm under three names. (laughs) I have a business page for RBK Aromatherapy, LLC. Then I have Robin's Resins Plus or join the Frankincense Group. The Frankincense Group is Frankincense Resins and all tree resins. So you can find me that way. 
I would love to just let you uh, share some inspiring words here as we close out. Whatever it is, the floor is yours. Be good to yourself, but be good to others is more important. I demand respect and I give respect and I demand honesty. You might not like that I'm honest. A lot of people don't like that I'm honest, but I'll never lie. Honesty and trust is very important to me. Mm. Oh, thank you so much, Robin. I appreciate that tremendously. And in our, in our industry, what we do as aromatherapists, it's very, very important. Yes, it is. Very important. Again, with all the misinformation that's out there, to know that there's a source that we can come to that is going to say, this is right, this is wrong, is very, very important. And your passion shows through. And I love that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. What do you think? I hope that you have a new respect for this amazing resin. As soon as I finished chatting with Robin, I hopped onto her website and ordered her book. If you're interested in learning more about resins, you will most definitely want to pick up a copy of your own. Robin has an amazing offer for Aromatic Chat listeners. Through April 30th, you can get 10% off in her online store with the coupon code ROBINPODCAST. That's Robin, as in the bird, R-O-B-I-N, podcast, one word. Now through April 30th. One more time, that's Robin Podcast. If you have even the smallest interest in learning more about how to use resins, or you want to purchase some, you will want to visit her website right away. I will include all of the links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes. I wanted to give a special shout out to all of the hospice workers and volunteers who tirelessly show up day in and day out to minister to these precious souls. My mom passed away in hospice care 10 years ago this month. After I saw the amazing work that they were doing and the compassion that they showed to not only their patients, but the families who were struggling at the bedside, I knew that I had to give back. Me and my service dog, Wags, began visiting hospice patients, families, and the workers as well. A therapy dog doing its magic is a beautiful thing. Taking Wags to visit each week confirmed once again my belief that God created all plants and animals for our benefit. All that to say to the volunteers and the workers, keep doing what you're doing. It does matter, and you are seen. Every other week, I'm interviewing different aromatherapists around the world. Subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast platform. I would be so honored if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews not only encourage me, but they make it possible for others to find the podcast and hear from these amazing humans doing beautiful work in the world. Aromatic Chat is produced by Lemon Balm Coaching. You can find and connect with me, your holistic life coach and registered aromatherapist, on the web at lemonbalmcoaching.com. I will see you next time with our next episode. Until then, peace, love, and aromatics.